four, three, two, one. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of America.com. I am Rich Doc Hayden, and I'm with Harpo. And here we are. It is Thanksgiving week, the Monday before Thanksgiving. We got a lot of stuff we want to talk about. We want to get into this week, talk about maybe some higher level and some a bit more philosophical instead of the mundane. But we are not the Monday, but we can talk about some of the daily stuff, too. You have, Harpo, you got anything you want to say about the last uh, week or so with the election and everything? Not a whole lot's changed, I don't guess, except more lawsuits and more recounts. Mm-hmm. Recounts of the recounts are pouring in. So They did just certify Georgia, though, if I'm not mistaken. They did. Yeah, okay. they did. But then they immediately said they're fixing to do another recount after they certified oh. it. So I don't know what's going on. Interesting. Interesting. And is the Senate race down there heating up? Or I should say, excuse me, I should say the Senate race is down there heating up. Yeah, I mean, you got the political ads on TV. Makes it hard to watch TV. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And on the radio, in in your mailbox every day, there's a flyer. Mm-hmm. So you getting the text messages and phone calls, mm-hmm. just dragging it out. I put them in the same category as the uh, my extended warranty on my used car is <laughs> <Yeah>. expired <laughs> call list. Yeah, the analogy that I heard that was really good for the voters down there. It's kind of like you run a marathon. And you cross the finish line and they're like, all right, we still got one mile to go. And then you go ahead and you push through that final mile. So, but it'll, it'll all be over soon. January 6th, I believe is the election date, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I have to give them their credit. They, they don't, they don't give up. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they do not. So, all right. Yeah. And now, over here, there's nothing really. I mean, everything in. California's wrapped up. They're still counting vote by mail ballots, but that every that's what happens every year. They they give plenty of time to count. So there's there's really nothing unusual here. So so what Yeah, the everyday the everyday life around here hadn't changed for anybody, I don't I don't believe. So um, I mean everybody's still going on going on about their day. Yeah, the only thing that we have here is COVID cases are really spiking and it's really starting to get bad again. And even in my hospital, it, they, they underwent, a, we, had, we had a period for the last, oh, I'd say maybe month or two where cases were relatively low. They spiked in the summer and then went down, but now everything is starting to ramp up again. So everybody's talking about some more lockdowns and everybody at the hospital, you know, gearing up and getting ready to jump back into it so that's the uh that's the local news but aside from that everything else and then well thanksgiving this weekend and i hope that i hope first of all i hope everybody that's listening has a safe thanksgiving and a healthy thanksgiving you know i know that uh, a lot of people are going to have family and i hope everybody does it responsibly and i hope that people don't have huge huge gatherings or if you do that i hope you stay safe and uh, healthy so you got you got big plans right we got big plans well we had big plans mm-hmm. i guess the harper house got our little first dose of the corona oh no nobody's nobody's sick mm-hmm. but uh my five-year-old come home or we got a call from his school he's in kindergarten he's he's quarantined for 14 days because mm. there's uh somebody in his class i guess tested positive for it so. got it 
Which which the kids are out of school this week anyway, so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we, we got that call. Let's see, it was last last Wednesday. Okay. Wednesday evening or the Tuesday evening? I can't remember which day. It was. Mm-hmm. So he, he he got a he got an early vacation. He got okay. to get out a, a little bit earlier. All right. Well. So yeah, we're we're, we're on like day eight. He's not showing any symptoms, so I think I don't. You know, good. He's wide open as they all. Good. As he always is. Good. Good. Well, fingers crossed for you, man. I hope that. He, he stays that way, and should he do get sick, which I hope he doesn't, but if he does, I hope it's nice and easy and, you know, d- just stays with him. But he sounds like he's he should be in the clear. Yeah, I hope so. Good. Yeah, because we, we I mean, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. Oh, all right. Well, fingers crossed, and hopefully hopefully it works out. So, so Thanksgiving, I don't know if that's a good segue, but I don't need, know if you need a good segue into socialism. So we're going to talk a little bit today about socialism and some of the things associated with it because it gets a bad rap in in America. And I'm going to, let me just say right off the bat that during this episode, I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit and I'm going to argue for some positions that I don't necessarily hold, but in the spirit of having a interesting conversation about it, I'll go ahead and put an opinion for some things that maybe I don't hold dear. But I'll go ahead and I'll, at the end of the episode, I can say what I believe and what I don't. So the very first thing I want to talk about is socialism and how it's different from communism. Now, I know one of the things that you have expressed on previous episodes is how you are very suspicious of socialism and how you are very worried about it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why anybody would want to live for the government, mm-hmm. a higher ruling than for no reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to live for the government, join the military. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just can't see one that wants to lay their head down at night and have to go to sleep thinking that the government owns them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like my freedom too much to like socialism. Mm-hmm. Now, when you say that, I know that Trump in particular and you know a lot of conservatives and Republicans look specifically at Cuba and Venezuela and North Korea and and I think justifiably so say that they don't want this because it's this runaway you know rampant socialism but there's we're going to go into a little bit about some of the differences you know Cuba is communist Venezuela is this socialist dictatorship uh, and North Korea is well North Korea is in a case all by itself it's a totalitarian communist state I don't even think we need to discuss North Korea except to say that it's the worst of the worst. But I think in policy talks and during the election and when we talk about socialism, I think sometimes there's a little bit of confusion between, you know, what's going on in Venezuela and European democratic socialism, which is, you know, just a more generous welfare state, but not totalitarian or it's not Soviet style communism where the state regulates everything. So how do you feel specifically about some of the systems in Europe. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not for any government running any, any human being's mm-hmm, life mm-hmm. when it comes to healthcare and, and education and stuff like that. How am I going to work? You can't force it down somebody. Mm-hmm. You can't just give it to them. I mean, somebody has got to pay mm-hmm. for it. Uh, I mean, if a, somebody doesn't want to go to school, 
and the government funds them anyway, then why fund the, the people who don't want to go to school? Mm-hmm. It's just the whole the whole aspect of, of socialism is not what a lot of us around here believe mm-hmm. in. You lose a lot of freedoms when you when you fall into socialism. So here's where I think some of the the confusion and a little bit of the problem with contemporary conversations about socialism come in. Do your kids attend public school? So I guess technically that's socialism. I I wouldn't say that that's socialism, but that's, that is a public, you know, it's, it's education. It's run by the state and run by the government. And actually for all the problems of the U S education system, I think that it runs pretty well. There are problems with it. We can have a huge you know, separate conversation. It's certain, it's far from perfect and it, it needs a lot of work. But, you know, how do you feel about public education just as one? Education is important. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I mean, we're seeing that today more than mm-hmm. any time. But when the state runs the public education, but it's it's not run as socialism as, as you may think. A lot of the school districts still have a lot of their own mm-hmm. freedom, mm-hmm. if you know what I'm what I'm saying around here. I don't know. I can't speak for out mm-hmm. there, but uh, I know there's a lot of school systems across the country where they don't do the Pledge of Allegiance anymore in the mornings. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of school systems that still mm-hmm. do. I really don't think you could put public schools as as, as around here as socialism because it's about, about as socialism as you get around here is the lunchroom. <laughs> yeah. uh, they they tell our kids what they're going to eat and that's what they're going to eat. If they don't want to eat with that, then they can bring their own lunch. So, mm-hmm. 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 And heaven, and heaven forbids if you go to school and eat lunch with your child and you ask for a salt shaker or some pepper, mm-hmm. you won't find a grain of salt in the cafeteria okay. around here nowhere. <laughs> that's, is that the big, the big controversy down there? That, that's the socialism oh. part of the school system around here. They won't let you have salt mm-hmm. in lunch because mm-hmm. somebody deemed salt unhealthy. Michelle Obama, I'm not going to say mm-hmm. any names. but Yeah, because public education, even though it's... I, I wouldn't necessarily call it socialism. It is provided by the government through tax revenue. State government. Well, yes. State government. Sta- you know, correct. The state government. You know, you're absolutely right about that. But, you know, it is still, the, the curriculum is still set, you know, by the government and by the state government, a government. Right. And also, too, we, we should, you know, also say there's lots of private schools here in the U.S. and homeschooling as well. So, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to leave those out of the conversation right now, only because I want to focus on you know, publicly funded things. I tell you, that's, that's why I, I, I tell you, this Corona stuff is going to make a lot of people start doing homeschooling. It, it, Especially if they keep closing, if they keep closing down these schools. It is. Systems. It is. People, people are fixing mm-hmm. to finally get fed up and they're like, well, I'll just school mm-hmm. my own kids. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, the next thing that is always the hot topic in the news is healthcare and potentially making healthcare more public. And I don't want to put any words into your mouth, but I assume you probably do not favor a more public health care. No, I mean, who's mm-hmm. going to pay mm-hmm. for it? Who's, who's going to pay for somebody who doesn't take, I mean, if you don't take care of yourself, why should I have to pay for somebody to mm-hmm. take care of you? If you don't want to take care of yourself, why should I have to pay somebody to take care of you? Mm-hmm. Is my thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't give a someone that has no drive in their wheel power to go want to be prosperous and and do good for themselves all they want to do is milk the system why should i have Mm -hmm. to pay for you why should i have to pay for your health care 
when 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 you're just sucking up my mm-hmm. oxygen and you're worthless why, why should i have to pay for that because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there that's like that interesting now let me ask you this so with publicly funded health care assuming for a moment we had it in the u.s and everybody was covered then everybody would get it hey if you want free health care join mm-hmm. the military well well hold on here's, here's my here's my question for you Mm-hmm. Go work yeah. for well, it. Here's my question for you. What if, and heaven forbid, heaven forbid this happened. What if you and your wife, something happened and you weren't able to work and you didn't have health care as a result? Do you think the government should step in and help you out? As a veteran, yes. a, a regular, a regular hardworking, and I, I'm, I'm trying, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the most, how can I say this? The best possible example. This happens, but imagine normal hardworking guy has a family gets hurt on the job and loses his job if he got hurt on the job the job's got to pay for his health care until he's back or here's another one he gets laid off through no fault of his own the company lays off fifty thousand people and he's one of them and he can't find work and he loses his health care should there be any systems to help him out i mean there are systems for that right now Mm -hmm. there's systems for that I mean, we've seen this with Corona, but yet we're not going, they're not, they, there was a deadline. I mean, they gave people enough time to, you know, try to go out and mm-hmm. seek work and find work. So, I mean, there are systems in place for, for situations like this. I just don't think we should keep continuing just for the, you know, you're born in America, you got free health care for the mm-hmm. rest of your life. I mean, who's going to mm-hmm. pay, who's going to mm-hmm. pay for this? Because, I mean, health care mm-hmm. ain't mm-hmm. cheap. I mean, if you if I twist my ankle, I'm not going to the emergency room because there's no mm-hmm. way I'll meet my deductible. I'm gonna have to suck it up and walk around with a limp for a little while because that sprained ankle would probably wind up costing me thousands. And you of don't dollars. think? Let me ask you like this: If there was a way to provide for that that was was affordable, but if you had to pay a little more in taxes, but you know that you were covered, you wouldn't support something like that. No, because it, it 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 wouldn't get you it wouldn't get used for. So you would you would purposes. just have to, you would just accept the ankle injury and the limp for the rest of your life, and or if not the rest of your life, at least until it heals. For for me to not have to pay more taxes for the rest of my life, absolutely, I'll suck something up for mm-hmm. two or three months and walk with a limp instead of paying a couple hundred dollars a month more in insurance and taxes mm-hmm. for the rest of my life. All right. Interesting. Interesting. That's that's an interesting question. So is it just a practical matter of taxes or do you have a philosophical disagreement with the government providing? I think I know your answer, but like I said, I, don't, I never want to put words into your mouth. I never want to depend on mm. the government for my well-being. I'm not going to depend on the government. I don't want to depend on the government. I want the government mm-hmm. to depend on me. I don't want mm-hmm. to depend on the government on, on anything, whether it's health care, education, uh, mm-hmm. life in general. You look at the people who's on Social Security, they're praying every day that Social Security don't mm-hmm. go away because they mm-hmm. depend on it. That's why, I mean, you go to work, you get your 401k, you get your retirement, you put money back. Don't ever have to depend on the government because it's mm-hmm. a miserable life. That's the way I, that's the way I see it. Mm-hmm. In socialism, mm-hmm. you depend on the government. Well, you really don't depend. You, you have mm-hmm, to say mm-hmm. so anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to do what mm-hmm. the government says. Interesting question. You, you, don't, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. But what did you do with the stimulus check that uh, the COVID stimulus check that 
uh, the government sent out a couple months ago. I'm using oh, it to right. add on to my house, mm -hmm. making my kitchen bigger because my kitchen table is the same size and the people that are sitting mm -hmm. around it are getting okay. bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it makes the table look, yeah. and kitchen look smaller. And I did go buy my okay. kids a trampoline. Because Trump did give us, you know, the stimulus check did have money in there for the kids. So I did go mm -hmm. buy something for my kids and put mm -hmm. the money okay. back in the economy. Like Interesting. they wanted us Interesting. to do. But I guess you could say, yeah, I'm hoarding mm -hmm. it. I'm, I'm using it. Okay. I'm not, I didn't go buy no 75 inch flat screen or I didn't go put a bunch of money down on a mm -hmm. Lexus that I can't afford. Or that's going to, you know, turn around and get repoed in six mm -hmm. months. No, I didn't do that. All right. So you kind of, already answered this question, but I wanted to seg you a little bit into what the role of government should play in our lives. So you basically want the government as far out of your life as possible, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I want the good, no, I don't want it out of my life. I mean, I want the government to, to, to do what it's, what mm -hmm. I think it's made to do, mm -hmm. protect me at night, make sure my job's mm -hmm. not going anywhere. Don't sell me out to somebody else. Be there for me on that aspect, but I want to not ever have to feel like I can't live mm. without the government. I, w I want the government to feel mm -hmm. like it can't live without me. It, is there anything in Georgia or in LaGrange specifically that you think the government maybe should be doing more of or could be doing a little bit better, you know, something that it's not doing right now? I mean, that's kind of hard to say this time of year when mm -hmm. they're hold mm -hmm. elections and everything. I mean, because everything is just in mm. turmoil around Georgia right now. I mean, you turn on any news channel, all you see no, yeah. is Georgia, Georgia, Georgia. I think the government here, around here, is just everybody's at, 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 in the state of mm -hmm. shock, I guess, in their own mm. way. So nobody is, is is wanting to make any kind of changes or say anything or do anything mm. right now. Okay. Right here anyway. Interesting. This seems like the fundamental difference between. Republicans and Democrats, which is the role that government should play in our lives. And Democrats are obviously more comfortable with more government and, and having the government have more influence than you know Republicans and conservatives are. And I think ultimately the right answer is to find out where government works and you know implement policies there or find places where you know government influence is more effective and more necessary and work there and then take it out of the places where it's holding things back so you know one of the things that i wanted to talk about that i think is interesting so you and i both served in the military and i think that military life in some ways resembles socialism more than at least any other institution that i've been a part of but i think America in general. And what I mean by that is, you know, everything is provided for you, you know, your, your food, your lodging, uh, healthcare is provided. If you got family, then you have on-base housing, they provide schools and, you know, education for you. And you got to, you know, you have a job to do there. You can't sit back and do nothing. And you kind of, you go and, you know, go where you're ordered to go and do what you do. And, I always thought it was a little ironic that in some ways the most conservative institution in America is the most socialistic, but I, I always thought that was kind of fun. But I, I think there are, you know, there are advantages 
and disadvantages. The advantage, you know, with the healthcare, like if you, you know, you get hurt, you go, you just, you go see your doc and then you go right up to the hospital and you get taken care of. Sort of the disadvantage is that your life is definitely much more regimented. And I'm very proud of the five years that I did. I'd do it again in a heartbeat. But yeah, I don't know if I could do it for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Like, it's just too much. But being in the military and living it, what do you see as some of the pros and the cons of the way it's run, you know, vis-a-vis having a regimented life, but having everything provided for you? See, that's where I don't agree on on the whole socialism in the military, because you respect Mm -hmm. that while you're in the military. It's not... It's not given mm. to you. You earned it. I mean, you earn it every day. That's mm-hmm. what they pay you to be in mm-hmm. the military. And granted, yeah, you're you're you respect that you get free education because if you don't respect it, they kick you out. And if you screw it up and you're a piece of mm-hmm. crap or a turd, you get kicked out. Mm-hmm. It's no longer mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to go pay for it. So I mean, it, it's uh, yeah. it's not given to you. You earn it. So it's in in socialism is it's given to mm-hmm. you you don't even have to mm-hmm. earn it, so you mm-hmm. don't respect it you respect that base housing because if you don't keep that house clean when i had base housing if i didn't rake my sand at 29 poles i'd get a noodle in the door hey rake your sand so i gotta go out there and rake yeah. my sand or else they're gonna mm-hmm. kick me out of the free yeah. housing then i'm gonna have to go pay for it so i respect yeah. what they give me I, I, yeah i'm gonna do what they say because well, i don't want to i I, com- I completely agree with you there like i do but I guess if that way of life was expanded out, so if you you know you had a job, just a regular job, but you had you know life was again you you paid higher taxes, but you you got free health care and you know you got to not necessarily live on like the civilian equivalent of like base housing, but the government was a little more involved. When I when mm-hmm. when I got out of the military. I went to mm-hmm. work for Walmart mm-hmm. the distribution center here in town. But worked for Walmart. I did there. I was there mm-hmm. four years on the night shift. That was the most yeah. miserable four years of my life. Because you're nothing but a mm-hmm. number mm-hmm. for a company like Walmart. They don't. They don't care about your well-being. They mm-hmm. don't care about your family. They, all, all they care. All, at the end of the day, all they care mm-hmm. about is that number. So that was the most miserable time of my life. So mm-hmm. I didn't respect that job because mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. didn't respect me. To where in the military, as long as I respected mm-hmm, them, mm-hmm. they respected me back. So I would say a big company like Walmart or any big company is more socialist than the government, than, mm-hmm. the, than the U.S. military. By far, because you ain't nothing but a number to a big corporation like that. And that's that's kind of the way people around here feel about the Democratic Party, is they think that, you know, you're just a number to the Democratic mm-hmm. Party, if, you know, if that makes any sense. That's, that's 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 kind of the way a lot of people around here feel about the Democratic Party. Is you're just you're just a number. Can, if I'm hearing you right, if 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 I'm hearing what I think you're saying correctly, I guess your beef with it is that it strips you of your independence and yeah, it just makes you like you say makes you a number. Right. The Democratic Party mm-hmm. could care less what I do with my life. I feel at the end of the day, all the Democratic Party is worried mm-hmm. about is a vote and, and, and mm-hmm. just to hold that power. Right. I haven't seen or felt or saw, however you want to put it, anything 
productive out of the Democratic mm -hmm. Party in a long, long, long time. All right. All right. So, and I hear you. I, I want to get back to Walmart and just your experience a little bit, not to single out Walmart specifically, because I'm sure a lot of corporations are exactly the same, you know? Oh, absolutely. And don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. Now, Walmart compensated me well, but at the mm -hmm. end of the day, I was just a number. They give me my two days off when a baby was born, but if I wasn't back on that third oh, day, man. I was getting rode yeah. out. You know, yeah. you know, I mean, you're just a number. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? They, they, they don't care. Because at the end of the day, they're all, mm -hmm. they're about that mm -hmm. bottom line. That's why I say that that was probably the – I was more miserable at Walmart mm -hmm. than I ever was mm -hmm. in the military, but that was just – I didn't – Got it. Got it. Okay. All right. I've had some pretty unhappy jobs as well. And I've had some, uh, and actually, interestingly, maybe the nicest job I ever had is right after I had the almost the exact opposite experience of you is that right after I got out of the military, I worked at the Getty Museum here in LA and loved it. And I got lucky too. We had like a, a really good crew of coworkers. My wife worked there. That's how we met. We both worked together. So like I had a bunch of really great things kind of line up for me and it's just sort of all the pieces fit, which was really, really nice. And I was there for a couple of years. But yeah, I've worked for some companies where, yeah, they just don't give a shit about you and they spit you out. And yeah, it's, yeah, it's, no, it is. it's horrible. Yeah, it's, it's it really, it really does suck. So the, um, but so I, I guess what, you know, my question is, do you equate socialism with that? Like, are you worried that it, it's just going to turn into you becoming a number? Exactly. All the, all the, all they're going to worry about is, hey, this household makes this much money. They should give yeah. us this much money. And no matter what is going on in their life to where they may need the extra funds, they, 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 if they want to live in this place, they got to give us this much money mm -hmm. regardless of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So you kind of just answered the next question I had for you. But why do you think people in the u.s are so resistant to socialism because i think majority of the people mm -hmm. in america mm -hmm. love their freedom i really believe that a lot of freedom gets stripped away under socialism mm -hmm. a lot does. all right so i'm gonna go ahead i was, I was playing devil's advocate for a little bit i'm going to speak a little more from what i believe in now i actually am not as I'm, I guess I'm a little more center left. I'm not like way to the left. And I think that there are certain areas where a little more government intervention would be welcome and I think would help everybody. And then there are certain areas where I think it should back off. Like in education, I think I actually, we're going to send my daughter to public school. She's, she's only three now, so she's not in kindergarten yet. But when we do send her, we're going to send her to public school for a number of reasons. And I think that I would actually like to see us as a society get more invested in our schools and our education and, you know, pay a little more taxes, but not just, not just the taxes. I think, you know, give more respect to teachers and we, you know, as a society put more in as, as you know, you're a parent too. So when you're a parent, you're really into this stuff. But, you know, before I had kids, and, and who knows how I'm going to feel after my daughter's graduated high school and has moved on a little bit. But I think when you, we don't have kids, you don't think about this stuff as much. And in terms of healthcare, I, you know, I personally, I, I would, I, wouldn't mind seeing healthcare expanded for certain 
vulnerable populations and the poorest. Now, I'm a little bit nervous about like Medicare for all, which is something that uh, Bernie campaigned on. And I, I say that from experience because I do get a lot of treatment through the VA. Now, I have been, the VA has been actually very, very good to me. And I've had some very positive experiences with the VA, but I also don't have some of the longer term problems that other veterans do. And, you know, my healthcare is not as complicated. I know those guys have a lot of trouble, but, I, you know, one thing I will always give the VA and it's, you know, it's a government funded program, but one thing I will always give the VA, there are a lot of veterans now who are alive, who are healthy, who would not be if the VA wasn't around because, you know, a lot of people don't give a shit about them. You know what I mean? Okay. So, you know, oh, yeah. um, I agree with that. and, you know, I also, but it's, that goes back to the whole aspect of respecting, yeah. you know, the government respects what us veterans did for this country. So they're going to mm-hmm. provide us health care. Mm-hmm. I mean, why should the government respect mm-hmm. somebody who does mm-hmm. nothing for this country mm-hmm. and give them free health care? And so, you know, so going back to this, you for programs like Medicaid that work, you know, with the poor. No, 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 no don't get me wrong. Like, mm, yeah, if, got if, it. You're, okay. if you're disabled and you can't go get a job that mm. provides health care, good health care, yes, the, the government should mm. be there mm. for, for those type of people who just can't physically go out there and get it on their own. But the mm. people who can go out there and get mm-hmm. it on their own but choose not to, why should we mm-hmm. just give mm-hmm. them free health care? Why? I, I guess that was... Yeah. What, what do you think? You know, why, I why think it's interesting, and I think that it's a broad question. If there was just, if, if, if there were people who just said, fuck it, I'm not going to work at all, and I'm not going to. There's but, so many you know, people there's out there. Also, I that. think that there are a lot of people who fall through the cracks and who kind of fall in this gray area where they either the in-between jobs they have um they they can work or they just can't get a job or they just don't make enough money there are a lot of people who i don't know what the healthcare situation was at walmart but i wonder you know how many people are part-time and living paycheck to paycheck and maybe they're working two or three jobs that don't pay um you know that don't, that, that don't pay well or that they, they're not covered by healthcare or you're an independent contractor and you can't get health care. So, you know, you need it. I think if you got a full-time job, if you have a full-time job and you're living from paycheck to paycheck, you're I, I don't entirely money. agree with that because I, at least here in, I know in New York I mean, and LA where it's pretty expensive, there are people who you might be making minimum wage. Or I'm going to give you a perfect example. If you are a Lyft or Uber driver, they are technically independent contractors and they don't make enough money. Now, one can make a case you shouldn't be making a living, but off of Lyft Uber. Go, go, go find something else to do to where you can make a living. I mean, if you make two, if you make $200 a week and it costs you $400 a week to live, you're not doing See, something right. I, I used to kind of think that, but I've, there's, there are a lot of people who fall in this kind of gray area, you know, like fast food workers and people who are living at the margins 
who are making just enough and they're doing it legally, like doing it legally or people. Another one, we didn't even get to college loan debt. Like there are a lot of people who go to college and get buried in debt. That's true. That's true. That's true. Even though, you know, military's not for everybody, but that's true. Hey, but if it's worth free education, yep, yep. it's for everybody. Yeah. Or if it's worth free health care, yeah. it'd be for everybody. Yeah. I, think. Yeah, I, I guess I've seen, you know, a whole lot of people who are, are, I think that there are a lot of people who are still doing the right thing, but aren't able to make ends meet. You know what I mean? Um, immigrants, you know. Oh, yeah, they try. So, yeah, yeah, they try hard. Yeah. So that's that's kind of where I, see them too. I think that it would be beneficial. And I don't, you know, I don't see, I don't necessarily know if it is an either or question, which I think we're, we're kind of getting. I think you and I are probably, if we were to sit and look at what we want, we're probably a little bit closer than we might imagine. I'm sure we still have differences, but we might not be as far apart as we imagine ourselves to be and kind of one of the things and this is a hit on democrats one of the things that democrats need to do better is talk about these policies better you know i i'm not a huge bernie fan i think bernie has a lot of important stuff to say but i'm not a huge bernie sanders fan i i wish that he could perhaps I wish you could speak of things uh, that in a way that were just a little bit more broader based instead of kind of his, you know, this kind of far left constituency, because I think there are some things that would help people out. But Bernie's a bit much for me. So kind of that's where I'm at with socialism and socialism. too. It's it's there are varying degrees. So I do know that in Europe, there are you know, most most countries in Europe, not every country, but and, and every country is a little bit different. But most people are, you know, primarily have health care. They have uh, education. They're all all free um, education up to a point. I'm not sure about college, although I know some countries do have college free and their taxes are much higher. That's another thing, too. Taxes are way, way, way higher. I'm another thing I'm a little I'm kind of leery about a public a public health system that covers everybody here in the U.S. I kind of, in some ways, think that we'll get the worst of both worlds because they'll tax us um, like crazy and the system might not be as great. And it could perversely increase inequality if we have a two-tiered system where the rich can afford private doctors and the rest of us are on the sort of national health system. But that's another conversation for another. That's about how to implement it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but I don't, in places like Europe, Australia, uh, New Zealand, I believe New Zealand, they have public health systems that seem to work and everybody, and maybe not, I shouldn't say everybody, it's a blanket statement, but um, public health systems where everybody's covered and a majority of people seem to well, like it. Like you said, their taxes are much higher. And we've already got people mm -hmm. who live from paycheck to paycheck, like you say, and, and can't make ends meet. How are we? How can you raise their taxes anymore? I mean, they already can't afford to live. So what is raising their taxes to mm -hmm. pay for health care for somebody who doesn't want to do anything that is cap perfectly capable of doing something? But we're going to raise the taxes on somebody mm -hmm. who is already working to help somebody who can can work, but just chooses not to just so they can have health care. I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. That makes mm -hmm. no sense to me. I don't I don't All see right. how that can make sense to anybody.
I think that uh, the Democratic response would be we're not going to raise the middle class and the poorest taxes. We're going to well, the tax rich are going to leave, the rich. and then, then what and, are we going to have? Yeah, I don't, they might, but they might not. Because I don't really know where they're going to go. I don't oh, think they're going to go to they, China. They, they might go to Switzerland. Stupid. <laughs> they're yeah. going to find that, a way. That's true, I mean, but they'll go yeah. somewhere. But, Their money will go somewhere, and then what's that going to leave yeah. our economy yeah. in the dump? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm not. Well, again, I, we got to have the economics discussion one day because I'm I don't know if well, trickle well, down I, economics I how, works. I, I, can. I want to do a little one research. If you take more money from me, then I'm gonna take my yeah. money somewhere else. If I go mm. to a convenience store right. and buy a candy right. bar and they charge me a dollar every time I go in there and I've been going for a year and then the next year they want to charge me four dollars because they know I keep coming back. Well I'm gonna go to another store and buy it somewhere else. Mm. I mean I mean that's that's just All common right. sense. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the uh, but yeah, the, the Democrats will say we need to. I know the first thing they'll do is roll back some of the 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 Trump tax cuts from 2017, but you know only on the upper echelons or the upper um, going, wealth it's brackets. Going, it's so, going to roll down. Now, let me ask you. Let me let me ask you another question too. So, kind of moving past socialism, do you, how do you feel about you know things like unions and collective I mean, unions, uh, they labor? Place. Uh, as long as they, mm-hmm. you know, and the unions know where they can and can't go. So, I'm, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not against unions because I mean, your unions are going to be majority in, in your big cities. They may venture off into mm-hmm. the little mm-hmm. places if a big job comes available, but they're mainly going to stay in your big cities. Mm-hmm. So I'm not against, I'm not against unions because mm-hmm. they actually help people. It's almost like the military. You, you, you give mm-hmm. a guy a job and he goes to school and he becomes apprenticed and he works his way up. He actually respects what he's doing. It's not given. It's, they're not given mm-hmm. nothing. I mean, you, you earn what you get in a mm-hmm. union. So I'm not, I'm not totally against them. Mm-hmm. I mean, the unions like okay. the military, you respect what you get and you earn it. You go out and work and you, you move up. So, I mean, that's, that's, I'm not, I'm not totally against unions mm-hmm. as long as they, as long as they stay respectful and stay in there, you know, stay in their lane and don't mm-hmm. try to bring socialism in and get everything. Let me, let me kind of conclude. I should have actually started with this, but how would you define socialism? Controlling. I would define it as controlling. Right. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So, well, the debate goes on. It continues and continues. And I think that looking at what Joe Biden's going to have to work with, I think in the next four years, we're probably not going to see no. much change. I don't think that we're going to see yeah. I, I don't think, think the politically see, divided see a whole is going to grow even bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I do, and I think uh, one of the one of the things that's unfortunate is we not just you and I, not just you and I, but just everybody just can't seem to agree on a path forward. And it's not not everybody not everybody has to be on the the same page, but it just seems like nobody we 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 don't have. Uh, I didn't want to say singular vision because it's never been America's never had a singular. Nobody's, you know, it's it's never been everybody on board, but we don't have a unifying vision perching us through. And as a result, you know, we can't. It seems like we're deadlocked and can't seem to get anything done. You know, and I know that people on the left, there are a lot of people on the left who are 
screaming, we, we got to, we, we need, we need, um, you know, we need public health care. We need, you know, uh, great investments in schools and people on the right are like market fundamentals, market fundamentals, market fundamentals. So you and I are not going to solve, but this is a good conversation, man. Cause now I learned a little bit about, uh, where you're coming from and, uh, hopefully a little bit, you learn a little bit where I come from. And I, I will say too, to all our listeners, full disclosure, I do work for the federal government. I do really like my job and there are lots of parts of it that I enjoy. And there are, I think that there are, when it comes to government work, one, I, I will actually, I am going to take one minute, just get up on a soapbox for one second. And one thing that the, I kind of do hear sometimes from conservatives and kind of started with Reagan is sometimes government workers get shit on. And I think that, uh, I'm not saying, not saying you do it, but I do think that there is a, a lot of dignity in working for the government because you're working for the people, which I always appreciate. And, you know, I don't think that the government should certainly run everything and, and, you know, every job should be the government by any means. But I do think that there are a lot of government employees doing a lot of important work who are really good at what they do and, you know, really proud to be doing what they do. So to all my listeners out there, if you see a government employee, uh, maybe give them a hug and shake their hand because I guarantee they're out there doing it for you every day. You know? And we're not all great. We're not okay. There's some shit birds in the government. I'm not going to say everybody's great, um, but I work with a bunch of really fantastic people. So, yeah. I'll just you gotta be that. in it to win it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, all right, man. It looks well, you know like we great, have you know what the great Democratic President John F. Kennedy said, and his quote was, that? was, "Ask not what your country can do for you; ask what you can do for your country." Quote is straight agree. from the JFK, I agree. the Democrat President. I agree one hundred percent, and he is uh, one of our. Great, great presence. I do. Uh, fortunately, his life cut short, but I do. do I could. I, I could agree and, with that democratic statement right there. Well, I do. And another thing, I'm gonna get on my soapbox again. I do. One of my things that I hope everybody does, and everybody that's listening to this is in in their own small way makes their contribution to the country, and you know whether that's uh, you don't have to work for the federal government, but you do something do something nice for one of your fellow americans or you know um wear a mask for america because shop COVID america. is real and cases are going up shop 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 american yep 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 um and small things it's it's not uh we have a little we have hey, a little buy, that's what I say, buy, buy local we go to when you buy for, when you buy local you're putting food on the mm-hmm. table for somebody when you it's buy true. corporate, it's true. You're, you're just you're feed you're feeding the feeding the fire. I I I could not agree more with that. We, we look at that. Um, look at that. Look at that. I, at we can't lot. agree on some things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Saturdays, we uh, there's a little swap meet that's down the street from us, and we we go and you know we'll buy our, we'll buy a little something for our daughter, but they're all. All the stalls, they're all like people selling either vintage clothes or like homemade stuff. And this one woman selling all these like soap and like soap products made of hemp. And not, they don't get you high or nothing, but they smell real good. But we bought some of it uh, over the weekend. My mother-in-law actually hooked us up and bought some for us. So thank you, my mother-in-law, Annette. But uh, yeah, but I agree with you, man. Buy local, buy 
from people who are producing, um, buy for you, uh, producing local, and you know support your neighbors That's and support it. America. Because at the end of the day, so, we're all America. It's true. It's true. And we all we got we have big big challenges in front of us. Look out and for America. Gotta, mm-hmm, I agree. Because there's always somebody out there that's going to be so, ready to snap us up. It's true. It's true. So anything you want to say? Finish us up. Keep fighting the good fight. Let's keep being Americans. All right. Good to go. Last thing I want to say, I hope everybody has a fantastic Thanksgiving. Corona be safe. Be healthy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Be be healthy. And I hope everybody is, has a great one. Eats plenty of turkey. And, yep, that's it. Stay healthy. And we'll do it again next week.